Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Panini America is breaking new ground with exclusive NIL deals featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Washington's Michael Penix Jr., how about J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback at Michigan, rising star Arch Manning at Texas? If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. New features coming out all the time. Brand new license with WWE that's now there at the Panini site. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Make sure you check out Everything for the most popular trading cards with brands like Prism, Donruss, and more at PaniniAmerica.net or the Panini Direct app. Plus, discover Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest moments of the week. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The official trading cards and NFTs of The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Monday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, including Fritzy. Glad to have you with us. Couple of coaches fired: Ron Rivera by the Commanders, Arthur Smith by the Falcons, and a couple of uh, teams probably waiting to deliver that news, including the Patriots. Bill Belichick earlier this morning met with the media, and he is going ahead with his normal schedule as the head coach of the Patriots said that uh, he'll meet with Robert Kraft, or at least that's the report later on this week. We'll get to phone calls as we always do every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend: what you saw that you liked. Didn't like 877-3DP-SHOW. Also, poll question from hour one, and what's the poll question for hour two, Seton? We had a second one up there, Dan. Uh, if Michigan wins, mm-hmm. dot, 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 okay. Jim Harbaugh is more likely to stay or go. Okay. Uh, right now, go is at 86% of the vote on Okay. That. Yeah, I don't know if his coaching future hinges on whether they win or lose, in my opinion. Now, I haven't heard anything. I just a gut feeling of Harbaugh, okay, got you back here. Now we're playing for a national title. Although they are favored, and I wonder what the future looks like for Michigan football. You know, J.J. McCarthy's going to go into the NFL draft, finding that quarterback. But really, what Jim does, Jim finds a style. He finds players who fit the style that he wants. And do you think it's just a coincidence that John Harbaugh has the best defense in the NFL? And Jim Harbaugh has one of the best defenses in college football. It's not a coincidence that this is how they built their teams. They play physical football. And you got, you know, Jim Harbaugh playing for the national title. And John Harbaugh has got, you know, maybe the best team in the AFC. What else do you have there, Seton O'Connor? When Jim Harbaugh speaks, this isn't a poll question. (laughs) I'm just asking you something. Uh, is Is that a bit? Is that a joke? Wow. Like, he'll say, like, they're, like, uh, asking him questions just this past weekend about his future. And he's like, well, I'll address my future after the game. I mean, I, don't, I, I hope I even have one. I mean, I hope we all have a future. Uh, we <laughs> obviously want to continue living as long as possible. And uh, that would entail a future that we all need to be. Hopefully, we'll have one coming. Hey, got no, nothing guaranteed. 
nothing's guaranteed about today or what like he goes on these weird diatribes about random things is that a joke i don't think so but this is a guy who recently said that if jesus was playing he'd be a five tool player oh yeah and i go <laughs> okay <laughs> i like of all the random thoughts that <laughs> sandals really cuts down on your speed though when you're playing at you know notre dame and that long grass Oh, oh, he, he you know touchdown Jesus out there, JC. yeah. Uh, but he said he'd be a five five tool player. That's so he's he's serious <laughs> when he's speaking, or is he I, just? I think so. I've been I hope a, I have a future. You know, I've been around him, and even when you're around him, you're like, okay, is this is this real? You know, like Andy Kaufman, the great comedian, that people would be around him, and then they'd be like, Andy, is this a bit? And he just kept going. He just, that's the way he was. He didn't change. Now, Jim's not trying to be a comedian, but he is quirky. He's different. He's funny. Yeah, Paul. Jim Harbaugh feels like an actor who's in a TV show with a football coach, and he decides to never, ever, ever break character. Like Daniel Day-Lewis. Like, you meet Harbaugh, he walks up to you, his shoulders are up, he shakes your hand like it's the fourth down. You know what I mean? He's intense. Mm. And he's, it feels like he's always in character. National title game coming up tonight. Uh, DraftKings has Washington getting four and a half. So you go from this setting, the Rose Bowl, to uh, NRG Stadium in Houston, which would be like going from the Grand Canyon to the Mall of America. Like, hey, you want some ambiance? The Rose Bowl. Hey, you don't want any ambiance? Come on down to Houston in NRG Stadium. Now, I have been in the stadium for a Super Bowl, and it gets lively there. But, man, having a national title game in some of these great stadiums, that Rose Bowl, like if you said that's the permanent home of the national title game, I'd be like, I'll sign up for that. Love it. Every time. Now, I know it's business, and they shop these things around. I get it. But uh, I'd, be, uh, I'd be all in. You have a national title game at the Rose Bowl. Yes, Marvin? I don't even like the Orange Bowl and Hard Rock Stadium. I want the Orange Bowl at the Orange Bowl. I know the Orange Bowl has been torn down, but bring it back up. No, 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 no. Bring it back up. <laughs> bring no, it back up. No, 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 no. That wasn't a good stadium at all. It's like the Boston Garden, the original Boston Garden. People would be like, man, they'd, roman they'd romanticize about the Boston Garden. I'd go, have you been in there? Have you been in there? That floor they, on TV growing up, I'm like, God, look at the parquet floor. You know, I was like, I remember asking my mom, why can't we have a parquet floor? And she goes, we have carpet. And I'm like, okay, all right, just wondering, like a parquet floor. And then I went 1984, 83, 84, I think, first time I went to the garden. I'm like, what? And then you go in the locker room, visiting locker room. My high school locker room was nicer. Didn't have hot water in the Boston Garden, teams would say. I'm like, it looks better on TV. Yeah, there's just certain things that look better on TV. You don't want to get too close. Yes, Marvin. Maybe I'm just thinking about the pageantry. <laughs> the, of course, how, yeah. the pageantry. The pageantry. Like it's a dump, but look, it's a pageantry. Yes, it, it's our dump. So uh, the Falcons announced that Arthur Smith is uh, fired. Ron Rivera is gone. Belichick likely out of New England. Antonio Pierce went 5-4 and four as an interim coach. Looks like he would be the guy to get that. Now, this is what it's going to come down to. I think that if Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, has a chance at Jim Harbaugh or Bill Belichick, that he's gonna he would hire those one of those two coaches. If he doesn't get those two coaches, I think that he's gonna stay with Antonio Pierce. I don't know if he can afford them. He's still paying coaches, but I get the feeling that uh, if Harbaugh or Belichick decide they want the Raiders job, that Antonio Pierce would not get it. Now there's also Mike Vrabel. I don't I think Dennis Allen is probably safe in New Orleans. Although, man, what a wild finish there yesterday. All right, I'll I'll get to that in a moment here. By the way, we say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you for downloading the app. That's our streaming partner. Phone calls coming up best and worst of the weekend. The guys have been on hold since last hour. We'll get to those coming up. And a few things to talk about. The Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills have the third best odds, according to DraftKings, to win the Super Bowl. So it's the Niners, it's the Ravens, the Buffalo Bills, who had to squeak in, and now they have the number two seed. 
after beating the Miami Dolphins in Miami. Now Miami gets to go to Kansas City. And Josh Allen giveth, and he taketh away. But here they are. They're in. Uh, Bob in Montana leads us off. Hi, Bob. What's on your mind today? Hey, DP. I'm calling here with my worst and best and bestest of the weekend. You're obviously my worst. Being from Missoula, Montana, the Grizzloff, they only got one field goal in the game, so that was a bit disappointing. But I watched the game live from this little tiny sports bar in Memphis, and I tried a sample for the first time ever of Pappy Van Winkle, and it was delicious. So thanks for the recommendation. And then the bestest, I've actually, I was on hold for a little bit during the Elvis birthday proclamation ceremony. I'm actually calling you live right now from the front lawn of Graceland and everything. And I figured you would appreciate that since you and your wife are getting your vows renewed here next month. So uh, that's my bestest, bestest of the weekend is I got to do all the Elvis stuff and I'm talking to you live from Graceland. All right. Uh, Bob, now I'm not sure. I might renew renew my vows at the Elvis Chapel again, like I did many, many years ago with my wife. And Bob, uh, I think you're an Elvis impersonator, so you have a lot of Elvis outfits. I have I have three Elvis suits. I have the Aloha suit, a red one, and a black one. So I was going to drive down with a buddy, bring all my suits, all my capes, and uh, my boots and my belts and all that stuff. So I figured you could have first pick. I'll wear one of them, and then one of the other guys, probably Marvin, would probably be the best fit for the third one. Okay. Um, You know what? I am looking forward to it. Are you going to drive to Vegas for the show? I am. Okay. I am going to drive down to Vegas. All right. Stay on hold. Uh, Tyler's going to get your information so you can stop by the set with your Elvis uh, gear and then uh, be more than happy to uh, have you put on your Elvis costume, and I'll put on one as well. Wow, that would be awesome. Thanks, DP. All right, Bob. Have fun there. Down there at Graceland. Graceland, Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, Alan in Florida. Hi, Alan. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. How are you doing this morning? Uh, can you get off speakerphone there, Al? Yes, sir, I can. There you go. What's on your mind? Hey, okay. Bill's Mafia, and it is called Squish the Fish When You Beat the Dolphins. Okay. And the worst of the weekend was by far having to watch Tampa Bay win a field goal fest, 9 nothing. Yeah, it, but it works. The Buccaneers beat the Panthers 9 nothing. the third game this season without a touchdown for the Panthers. That's the most games without a touchdown in a single season since 2006. Here's Darius Rucker, stat of the day. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the program. Jake in Buffalo. Hi, Jake. What's on your mind today? Hey, DP. Uh, Best and worst, and then I had a who's stats for you. Um, Obviously, my bills, never easy, um, but win's a win. Finally made it in, uh, so that's good. The worst is the Jags and Jags fans. Uh, five weeks ago, they had like a 97% chance to get in the playoffs, and they missed out yesterday. Uh, you feel for those guys. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, blind stats for the MVP, taking Josh Allen completely out of it. Um, quarterback one, 67% passer, 3,600 yards, 29 total touchdowns. Quarterback two, 69%. 4,500 yards, 38 total touchdowns. Quarterback three, 69%, 4,200 yards, 33 total touchdowns. So whose stats would I want? Who would be the MVP out of those? Those are three quarterbacks, and it seems like it's a shoe in for Lamar, but I don't get it. Just wanted your thoughts on why it's automatically the Who would you give quarterback it to? on the team roster. Who would you give it to? I mean... If we take Allen out of it, the interceptions are definitely an issue. Um, I mean, Dak, quarterback two is Dak, quarterback three is Brock Purdy. They are better stats than Lamar. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I'm just i confused why it's automatically always the quarterback on the team with the best record. Well, it's been that way the last 10 years, and thanks for the phone calls. You have to be a number one or number two seed, and usually your quarterback is going to win the MVP or at least be in consideration for that. How about Jordan Love? Last half of the season, has there been a better quarterback than Jordan Love? Packers are 6-2, and two, their last eight games. 18 touchdowns, one pick in eight games. 
18 and one pick. Big win yesterday. And his numbers, his first year as a starter, Aaron Rodgers' first year as a starter, by comparison, Jordan Love had a better season. Yeah, Paul. I was looking at Jordan Love this year. He didn't have a monster game. He didn't have one game where we featured him all year. He would have games with, you know, two touchdowns, no picks, and 260 yards. You know, like they were all nice games. He didn't have that four or five touchdown, 400 yard game to get where the week became about him. He just steadily put up good stats and better stats as the week went along. Yeah, but, you know, it's a balanced team. And if they have a running game, I mean, that's really the key because I thought that you get. You get that healthy running game, that helps him. Then you do have to, you know, be respect uh, respectable towards play-action pass. And you get good defense there. But they won the game that they had to win. By the way, all four teams in the AFC North finished with winning records. The last time that happened in the NFL, that one division had all teams, all four teams, winning records? 1935. I'm watching the Saints game against the Falcons, and I'm just thinking, all right, are they going to fire Arthur Smith as he walks off the field, the Falcons head coach? Now, they're being blown out by the Saints. And then all of a sudden, Jameis Winston is in the game, mop-up duty. And they're in a victory formation down at, like, the two-yard line. And all of a sudden, Jameis Winston decides that he's going to change the play. They're supposed to be taking a knee. Now, at the time, I don't know if the Saints, if Dennis Allen, the head coach, called in the play. And here's Jameis Winston, after they scored a touchdown, after the game, Arthur Smith and Dennis Allen, you know, they had a little uh, confrontation there where Arthur Smith said that was basically B.S., Dennis Allen didn't send that play in. <laughs> Jameis Winston changed the call. And I'm going to start off by apologizing to Arthur Smith and the, and the Falcons. Um, that was not a play that we intended to run down there to finish out that game. That's not who we are. That's not how we operate. Uh, we should have taken a knee. So I want to apologize to them. We got a good rivalry, and, it, and it's a heated rivalry. But there's a way we go about doing our business, and I wasn't happy about that. All right, here's Jameis Winston. Well, I apologize to D.A. because the play was, was victory. Uh, but I also explained to D.A. that it was a team decision. And uh, and I think when you have the, a team morale, and I ask the guys, I say, guys, like, what do you, what do you want to do? We know how much Jamal means to this team. And, and I understood from D.A.'s perspective. So I, I, I give him that. Yeah, but D.A. didn't condone it at all. You know, he, he didn't. However, uh, we decided as a team to do it. And, man, we got an interception to the one-yard line. You know, like, so. So if, 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 if we would have scored, would it still would have been disrespectful? Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody's got to help, Jameis. <laughs> it was a team decision, even though the coach said it's victory formation and you want to get Jamal Williams into the end zone. And you changed the play. And he's standing by that. Can you trust him as your starting quarterback? Yeah, you know, we just, I mean, would it have been disrespectful if we scored on an interception? No, that wouldn't have been disrespectful, but you're in victory formation. The defense is giving up. The game is over. And then you want to take matters into your own hands there, Johnny Unitas? Yes. Yeah, like the defense are barely even in like an athletic stance, let alone <laughs> you know, ready for them to oh do a push through. Oh. Yeah, Paul. Do you not blame Jameis because he's a little? <laughs> I, oh dear. Okay, I don't know how to say this. He seems to be going on his own path in life when he talks, when he does things. I don't think he's aware of what he did yesterday. Like you hear his apology, it was started to be an apology, and then I think he said, "I kind of stand by it." Yeah, Todd. How could you be so disrespectful for your coach? Can you not have that conversation? Was there no time for to say, hey, the guys really want to get Jamal a touchdown? And, and then Dennis Allen would obviously say, no, we're not doing that. And that would be the end of it. Put I, him in such a bad position. He's, of course, Arthur Smith's going to be pissed off at the end of that. Yeah, I know. I get it. Yeah, yeah, see. Uh, Todd, I'm going to apologize in advance for this. But that soundbite, when watching Jameis Winston and listening to him speak while he was at his library, 
uh, or, excuse me, while he was at his locker. Um, I don't think he's been at the library. I don't know. He, he might. Uh, but he was standing there at the locker, and he was talking. And those sound bites go on. There's many more of them of him being like, "But it, this is great, right?" I mean, uh, <laughs> it has all the same energy as when when we were trying to convince Todd about uh, the sausage off things and how those <laughs> things don't rhyme. Yeah. Or like Todd, but you realize that like like. Fork and falk don't rhyme. You realize that, right? And he just was not like, what do you mean? Nah, this is, I'm doing the thing, right? Like, isn't this exactly what it's like? And it was the exact same energy from Jameis Winston. It's a nice there. thing for our player. What's the big, why is everyone yeah, making why? a big deal what, about Yeah, but we love him. We want to get him a when, touchdown. When Todd was singing the Olivia Newton-John tribute and didn't realize that it was horrible. Well... Yeah, but you just blew through the stop sign. Nobody in the moment, though, was like, Todd, you realize this is Nobody. awful, right? Like the sausage off thing, we're trying to be like, no, nah, man, see, but the thing that you're doing, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, go back to when Jameis was eating the W. Oh, dear. Like, <laughs> but I don't want him to go away, though. I, I want him in the NFL. Because when he comes in a game, someone's scoring. Yeah. <laughs> well, even when you're not supposed to. Right. Yeah. One of the two teams is scoring when he goes in the How game. How about we take a break? We're going to take a break. Let me, uh, let me ask Tim Hasselbeck, the former quarterback, works for the Mothership, how that works that all of a sudden, you know, victory formation, you decide to change the call at the line of scrimmage. Also, the most disappointing team in the NFL. And once again, it's been over three decades that we've had at least four teams get into the playoffs who didn't make the playoffs the previous year. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromise and also uncensored by the way so maybe we'll go at it even a little harder it's going to be the best after show podcast of all time there you go over promising and remember you could see it on youtube but definitely join us listen to over promised with cavino and rich on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts tired of spills and stains on your sofa wash away your worries with anabay anabay the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices that's right. Sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric. Cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top. Up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, 
Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, if you want consistency, the Atlanta Falcons had consistency. How about this? 2021, 7-10, 8th pick overall. 2022, 7-10, 8th pick overall. 2023, 7 and 10, and they'll have the eighth pick overall. Congratulations, Atlanta. And that's why you're going to get a new head coach. They got to find a quarterback. Got skilled position guys, certainly on offense. And you see that. Sometimes you'll just get sort of the embryonic stages of this where you go, golly, they got, they got something there. They just don't have that quarterback. And not having that quarterback is a big reason why. Uh, Arthur Smith got fired. Ron Rivera got fired as well. Probably a couple more coaches will be fired today or this week. Yes, Paul. This may be irony, but I'm finding a few articles around the 2021 draft. Remember, Matt Ryan was kind of on his way out, and the um, Atlanta Falcons had the fourth pick of the draft. That was the highest in the Matt Ryan era. And a lot of people encouraged them to take a quarterback because they're never in the top four. They could have had Justin Fields or Mac Jones, but let's say Justin Fields, who is their a lot of people think they're going to trade for. They could have had Justin Fields three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think Justin Fields with that offense would be a whole lot of fun. All right, our good buddy, Tim Hasselbeck, we always love having him on. He makes us smarter. He appears on SportsCenter tonight after the Michigan-Washington game to break down the college football title game. All right, let me start there. Tell me how Washington wins this game. Ooh, uh, I think Washington wins the game if Michael Penix Jr. plays the way he did last week because his passing is special. You know, I mean, I think when you look at him, his deep ball accuracy and what that means, if you can, you know, have time to get the ball off, talented receivers, like that to me, Dan, is like the differentiator for them. Look at the two teams, Washington's quarterback in terms of as a passer, accuracy down the field, he's special and he's different than the other side. Okay. Michigan, uh, is it Going, it's pretty obvious how Michigan wins this game. I think it's a bit of bully ball for them, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the physical team. And, you know, saying that, like, it doesn't work the entire game. You know, much like the game last week, there does need to be a, a, a few plays. And so whether it's, you know, something creative with a back out of the backfield or hiding somebody to get open or, you know, a really good catch on a, on a play that's closely contested, something like that will need to happen for Michigan, a quarterback run, whatever. Um, but, yeah, that like they are who, you know, we think they are. Well, I was wondering, is it just a coincidence that Jim Harbaugh and John Harbaugh have similar teams this year? Um, listen, I think probably the household they grew up in, maybe some things were instilled in them <laughs> in terms of what we truly believe works. Uh, yeah, and, and really – I think if you were to look at their coaching careers in general, and every team's different, and, you know, uh, Jim had Andrew Luck at one point, and they were pretty good at throwing the football, but they also ran the heck out of the football with Toby Gerhardt too, right? Like, I think that these guys have definitely uh, had a personality to their football teams that's been consistent. Any inkling one way or another, the result, uh, the impact it'll have on Harbaugh's future? Um. You know, I would just totally be speculating, but um, I do think that a lot of college coaches, when they climb to the mountaintop in college football, start to get curious about, well, could I do this again at the next level? Like, I, 
you and I have talked before about like I I played for Steve Spurrier. Like he just had a lot of success. I think there's always going to be curiosity when you get to the top in college football. Yeah, but control. College coaches love control, but they don't have that control anymore. Mm-hmm. No, you, yeah, that's 100% true. The environment is different, but um, I, as much as coaches will say, and I think a lot of coaches truly believe this, like, hey, the logo on your polo, like that doesn't say anything about what type of coach you are. But listen, Bill Belichick, if he were to – have accomplished what he accomplished with the Patriots in college football, people want to say like, Hey, that's the best coach of all time. Right? Like they would, they would say, well, I wonder if he could do that in the NFL. So I, it doesn't matter to me if it was Steve Spurrier, Nick Saban, Chip Kelly, you know, Jim Harbaugh. Like I think the conversation around it at the highest level that the sport is played uh, and these guys are competitive. I, I think it, at some point, it's somewhere in their brain of, uh, could I have that same success at the top? Okay, but Saban was not successful in the NFL, but he's considered the greatest college coach of all time. Not the greatest coach, but is he in the conversation of greatest coach of all time, in your opinion? Well, um, probably for what I just said, probably not, right? Okay, yeah. Because... I think there, there's also an element that we would probably say, um, and not every coach took the same path of like, hey, he coached in college and then he coached in the pros. But, you know, some guys have had that crossover. I think many people would say, well, look, Belichick would have had similar success in college. He's just that good, that innovative, that, that good of a game day coach. Um, he would have surrounded himself with good coaches. So, but because he's done it at the, the highest level, and we're talking about winning Super Bowls. Yeah, I think that, you know, it's a natural thing to say it for him, but not say it for somebody um, that's had similar success, but at the college level. If you had the number one pick in the NFL draft, you would take? Drake May. Drake May. I think I I told you guys that probably before the season started, and, you know, his season wasn't probably what I thought that it would be or what he thought that it would be, but – um, this next phase of the evaluation process, Dan, is um, everyone's going to love him. Like there's the, his competitiveness, his intelligence, uh, his, his physical ability, the things that you can measure, uh, you know, the care factor for him. I was like all of it, you're going to look, everyone's going to look at it and say like in terms of leading your franchise, like there, there, there aren't going to be things that give you pause. They're, they're just, there are they're not going to pop up. Yeah, but it felt like he was under the radar this year. And we didn't expect him to be great. We expected Caleb Williams in USC to be great this year. And Caleb did it. Caleb was great this year. When you consider that defense was horrible, he kept them in games. It felt like with Drake May, we're like, oh, that's right, Drake May. We didn't hold him to the same standard, I think, as we did some of these other quarterbacks. Why do you think that is? Yeah, probably expectation of the program. You know, obviously a lot surrounding USC, what we thought they would be, what we thought they would be offensively. And then maybe how bad the defense was. That's probably, you know, kind of alarming. And, um, you know, and then just like post-game reaction stuff that generated criticism that, you know, I think was, you know, probably surprising for some. And I would say this for, um, you know, look, look, Carolina's program was not the same. Like, I just it, – it wasn't. And they had a change in offensive coordinator. So, I think there was a lot to all of that stuff. But, but does but, the Mitch Trubisky career have anything – you know, is there any impact on Drake May? If you're the Bears, would you have pause of drafting another North Carolina quarterback? No, because I think the skill set, the experience um, – to, like this guy checks every box, so it does not. Whereas, like okay. with Trubisky, you know, there was limited starts. It was, you know, there were other things to say. Like we definitely are projecting. And now look, we're projecting with all of these guys. Like anybody who acts like they're not is lying. Like <laughs> we projected with Justin Fields, we projected with Jared Goff, Matt Stafford. Like projected with Brock Purdy. We're we're projecting, right? Like I think it was Chip Kelly's comment. Like quarterbacks are a little bit like tea bags. Like. You can think you're getting green tea, but like until you put it in the hot water, like you're not really sure like what it exactly it is. But uh, with Drake May, 
like when you go through the process and you see the ability and all of that stuff and the competitive uh, nature, the intelligence, all of that, um, there aren't going to be similarities to Mr. Trubisky. He's Tim Hasselbeck, ESPN, ACC, football analyst, former NFL quarterback. All right, explain this to me. You being a backup quarterback for most of your career, you're in a game, victory formation. Yeah, that was really, really, hey, that was really nice. <laughs> it was all of my career. I know. Yeah. Oh, I was trying hey. I was trying hey, to be respectful. Golly, that you like turned over a new leaf in 2024. <laughs> like, very, really soft with Hasselbeck. My bad. My bad. Not only was I a career back, like in my own family, I'm back quarterback. You're not family. even the best quarterback in your own family. Okay. <laughs> that was very kind. Thank uh, you. Okay. Explain to me Jameis Winston goes in, victory formation, run out the clock, you won the game. And he decides he's going to change the play, and they run in for a touchdown. And he stands by that, that it was a team decision, even though Dennis Allen said victory formation. How does that work? Well, I mean, the way it works is they send in, P. Carmichael Jr. sends in, hey, you know, victory, and that's what you should do. And Jameis being one of one, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's very nice on your part there. A one of one. You know, New Year's resolution you're being nice to. One of one. Okay. In in fairness, how Jameis came into the league versus how a backup quarterback (laughs) like myself came into the league, I would have knelt the ball down. Jameis probably made me with a little more creativity and willingness to take a chance saying, hey, look, this is what we're going to do. And truth be told, on the timing of it, um, there's no way that was a team consensus. I, I think – look, I, there's, I actually don't think this is as clear-cut as maybe people would think that I think that it is. Wait, what, do you, wait, what do you mean? Down? I, I think they should have knelt the ball down. Yeah. However, <laughs> um, there is an element of like, look, this is pro football, and you're paid to stop the other team. And mm. we just had a week where we're talking about incentives and we're talking about rewarding guys that, you know, don't always get the same opportunities. And so could there be an environment where that, that team, that locker room would love to see him score? Yes, absolutely. And would feel, uh, you know, no sympathy to the Atlanta Falcons for trying to do that. Now, now saying all of that, I do think in the culture of your football team, if you're going to do something like that, victory formation comes in, you say, hey, D.A., Dennis Allen, like, we'd love to get him a score, okay? Like, like let's let, can we do this? I think you have time to have that conversation. I think if they didn't line up in the victory formation, I would have been fine. Yeah. Because well, – I don't think they would have had they addressed it with the coaching staff. Yeah. I felt bad for Dennis Allen going out there to midfield and Arthur Smith wants to give him a piece of, you know, he knows he's going to get fired and he's going to, you know, say, and Dennis Allen's like, hey, I'm sorry about that. You know, not my fault. Blame Jameis there. Well, Jameis's reaction after he kind of caught to the situation, yeah. that was probably not ideal. No, either. it wasn't. No, no. If he said, look, I went rogue, it's on me, I take the blame, but I, I wanted to get my guy a touchdown there. Okay. By the way, who do you have tonight? So, I think Michigan wins the football game okay. tonight. Right. Close? Um, I do think it's close because, I because like, they, to me, don't seem like they're, they're blowing uh, Washington out with Washington's ability to stay competitive, especially with the passing game. Yeah. God, I hope it's a great title game. No, this last go round of the Final Four, I I just hope we get treated. And the last game for a Pac-12 team, I I I I hope. And how great was last weekend? Like I, you know, the game got over so late. You know, Scott was looking at me. He's like, "Man, this is really this is late." And uh, like, if games are going to be like this, we can do them at three in the morning. (laughs) Uh, Have fun tonight. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate it. See you, Dan. That's Tim Hasselbeck, ESPN ACC Network football analyst, former NFL quarterback. He'll be with Scott Van Pelt after the national title game on SportsCenter. Take a break. 
our best and worst of the weekend. More of your phone calls right after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Best and worst of the weekend. We will give you hours. More phone calls coming up. Trevor Lawrence, 0-5 down the stretch, and it didn't, uh, didn't end well in Nashville yesterday. Jags go 9-8. and eight. And this was a gimme playoff game. Win and you're in. That's it. Now, I think it's obvious you're picking up the fifth-year option. Maybe not as obvious as we would have thought it was starting this season. I don't know. It just feels like there's, you know, what are we waiting for? What are we waiting for with Trevor Lawrence? Is it the same we're waiting for with Justin Herbert? Have you seen more out of Justin Herbert than you have Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert got paid. A lot of times these quarterbacks, they're speeding it up and they're getting it after their third year in the league. I mean, that is the goal to get into that next contract a year earlier. Uh, but six teams, Browns, Lions, Packers, Texans, Rams, Steelers, made the playoffs after not making the playoffs last year. So that's 34 consecutive years that at least four teams have qualified for the playoffs after missing the playoffs the previous year. And that's the fun part for next year. You're going to look at at least four teams are going to make the playoffs. You know, and one of those teams might be the Bengals because they lost Joe Burrow. Everybody in that division finished with a winning record. Um, maybe Minnesota with Kirk Cousins coming back. That might be two of the four or five, maybe six. All right, let me get to Buddha. 
San Francisco been holding. Uh, Buddha, thanks for holding. Best and worst of the weekend. What up, DP? Hey, bud. Good morning, boys. Stay strong, Fritzy. But, uh, Dan, the NFL is fascinating. I mean, that's why it's the king, right? I mean, uh, to add to your quick uh, stat, all three Lake Erie teams made the playoffs. First time that's ever happened in <laughs> NFL history. That's pretty cool. The Bills, Dan, since the infamous neutral zone infraction heard around the world, moved up nine spots and finished in second place in the AFC. Suck it, Nick Wright. And then, Dan, Joe Flacco <laughs> sits out and watches his backup play the last week of the season. What? <laughs> um, but best of the weekend, Dan, fifth rounder, Puka Nakua, setting a 63-year-old record. Kid balled his tail off all year. I couldn't be happier for him and his mama. What a cool scene that was yesterday. And the worst of the weekend, DP, Jameis Winston and the Saints player. I mean, in a very polarizing move, going for the TD while in, like, you know, victory formation. That's the rub, right? I mean, Jameis has always had a little of that Cam Newton, rogue, like, kooky, egotistical vibe going on. Not good. Good. Thank you, Buddha. Puka Nakua, 105 receptions, 1,486 yards. So the NFL records for most receptions by a rookie and the most receiving yards by a rookie as well. And now you go into Detroit, which is going to be really, really spicy there. All right, best and worst of the weekend, Todd. I'll start with you. Best of the weekend, Texans wide receiver Nico Collins, Saturday night in Indy. Houston didn't have number two, three, and four receivers. Collins steps up nine catches, 195 yards in a TD. Worst, going hockey. Blackhawks rookie forward, number one pick in the 2023 draft. Connor Bedard, injured reserve, could miss extensive time. Jaw broken Friday night after a hit by Devils defender Brendan Smith. All right, Seed O'Connor. Uh, I have two worsts Ooh. of the weekend. Uh, one was we need to pump the brakes a bit on how great snow games are. Because not all snow games are created equal. And You didn't enjoy the Jets and Patriots? It was a little bit like, uh, what's that called when you like like you whip your own back? Uh, you know, like they did it like in... Um, flogging? Yes, when you're like self-flogging yourself. <laughs> yeah. Watching that game was a little bit like flogging yourself because... I felt like a certain obligation to watch Bill Belichick's potentially last game with the Patriots. You're like, oh, my God, this is, feels like a big occasion. Wait, what is that called? It, it's the Da Vinci Code, and the albino is is punishing himself. They're, they're like one like monk or priest or whatever he is. He's like, yeah, he like... Yeah, yeah, it's like a cat and nine tails or whatever it's called, and he's getting himself on the back with yeah. it. That's what watching that game was like. <laughs> Sitting on my couch, I might as well have been like... It was like punishment for, like, thank you, Bill, for everything you've given us. I'll just suffer through this horrendous game. That was terrible. And then his face was covered so he couldn't even see the facial expressions. You don't even get to try and read his lips. You don't even get to see. All you saw was his, you know, lifeless dead eyes like the jaws. <laughs> like a doll's eyes. Lifeless eyes like a doll's <laughs> eyes. Yeah, like the jaws. Going to need a bigger boat. Oh, my gosh. It was uh, terrible. And, and the other one? The other worst of the weekend was... Hollywood award shows, I don't mind them. I like them a lot. But we have to stop playing with the categories so much, okay? The Bear, which is a great show. I absolutely loved it. I've, heard, I've seen it three times already. I absolutely loved that show. And it won the Golden Globe for Best Musical or Comedy Series. And if anyone has seen The Bear, wow. the thing that they know most about that is that, one, the show is not a musical, <laughs> And two, it is not funny. It is that show is not a comedy at all. Not a, now. There's funny moments, but it is absolutely not a comedy. How and about now, a dark comedy? They just took no. They just took uh, a, a, an award away from a show that say was more of like a musical, like Daisy Jones and the Six. Ooh. Probably would fit better in that category. That it's like saying the bear. Calling that a comedy or a musical is like saying Succession was a comedy and a musical. It's not. It's absolutely not. But they put shows in these other categories so they have a better chance of winning, which feels like they should do better. Okay. All right. Back after this. All right. No, I still got a minute to go before. Uh, Marvin, I'll get to you and Paulie's best and worst of the weekend coming up. 
I, I only watched the opening monologue by, who is that, Joe Coy? What, I don't know who name? that person is, yeah. I think he's kind of famous only because he was dating Chelsea Handler. Now he's famous for making a really lame Taylor Swift joke. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. It, was, it was an uneven monologue. And then he was kind of putting it on others, like, I didn't write all these jokes, and hey, I've only been you know, writing this for uh, a week and a half. Like, mm. where's Ricky Gervais? Although he won last night. The word is self-flagellation. Oh, there you go. I was self-flagellating myself yesterday for about three hours, and it was terrible. So was Todd. Privately. All right. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.